It's wonderful to be in the Lord's house this morning. We'd like to welcome everyone. We've got a number of visitors, and we just want to thank God for every visitor that we have this morning. And whoever you are, we're glad to have you with us in God's house this morning. And uh, God's blessed us to be able to come and be here, and how I thank him for that. And let me say this. I appreciate Sunday school this morning. It blessed my heart. I, I, I wish the whole world could hurt our Sunday school class this morning. I appreciate the points it made, and it blessed me and stirred my heart, and so I really appreciate it. I appreciate what I feel, even watching and seeing people come in and seeing the people who are here, and it just blessed my heart, and, and I, I just thank God for letting us come together to worship this morning. I have a verse of scripture I'd like to read in the uh, second chapter of the book of Revelations, verse 17. These are the words of Jesus. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches, to him that overcometh. Now pause just a moment. In 1 John, he explains to us that he that overcometh is he that believeth that Jesus is the Christ. And so it says, to him that overcometh will I give to eat of the hidden manna, and will give him a white stone, and in the stone a new name written, which no man knoweth, save he that receiveth it. So that's a great, uh, great verse. Let's all stand. We'll have a moment of prayer. Before we get started, as we pray, precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, for allowing us to be in your house this morning. God, thank you for what we've already felt and for Sunday school and uh, just for the, the fellowship that we have already this morning, God. And Lord, uh, I appreciate you just stirring my heart as I saw people come in and uh, many that I got to shake hands with or speak to and some that I haven't gotten to yet. But God, it just stirs my heart. I thank you, Lord, for letting us be together this morning. And I'm so excited about church. God, help us to have a Holy Ghost hallelujah meeting this morning. Give us a great spirit of conviction. Speak to people's hearts. Help us, God, to be in the center of your will. We ask in Jesus' name, and amen. You may be seated. We turn over to the choir. Brother Taylor. Page 30. Page 
287. 287.
like I say, we're glad to be here this morning. Thankful for all the folks that made it out and all the good faces and the smiles and the laughter. And um, I found that when I come into church a lot of times, that's my favorite part. Um, you know, I, I enjoy seeing people. I enjoy walking up and pestering Bill. I enjoy walking over and talking to so-and-so and this person and that person. And um, that's good. And that's, that's a wonderful thing. But most of all, I enjoy when the Lord passes by. And there's somebody that's got an issue, somebody that's got a problem that only the Lord can solve. And we get to work and help that person get back on track or to get saved or to find the peace and joy that they're lacking. Um, we've got an opportunity this morning to do that. And uh, I'd really like to ask the church to humble yourselves and really pray to God. We've got a lot of people that are coming that aren't saved. We've got a lot of people that are coming that aren't in church. And we've got a lot of people that are on live stream that aren't coming. And uh, I just pray that we'd really buckle down and pray for these folks, you know. Um, I still am feeding off that revival that Mikey was here preaching. And uh, I'd love to see that revival just continue all throughout the year. Um, but it's, it's just been good to be here already. And I'll ask you to stand and we'll ask if anybody has an unspoken prayer request. Remember all those. Anybody have a spoken prayer request? Member Viv, appreciate that. Anybody else have one? Yeah, remember that. That'd be a hard spot to be in. Anybody else? Yeah. Appreciate that. That's a good one. Anybody else? If not, we'll ask Uncle Bill to lead us in prayer.
gospel and it goes out this morning. It might touch each heart, each life that is here this morning. Whatever God has accomplished, and it will thank you for it. So we ask it in Jesus' name. We pray. Amen. I'd like to ask if anybody's got a song or a testimony on their heart this morning. Anybody at all? I don't know if you can tell, but I've gotten a lot more patient. I'm pretty positive I can outweigh you. But uh, all jokes aside, if anybody does have a song or testimony, we'd love to hear it. And uh, I know the Lord would love you to do it if he's asking you to. That's always been one of my hard- the hardest things for me is when God asks me to do something, if it's a little impression or a big one, I, it doesn't matter. I always fight it. And uh, I always think, Lord, uh, somebody else can do that, surely. You know, a lot of times I look at Lee when Terry says, any other preacher's got something. But when God gives us something, it's our job to do it. It's our responsibility. You know, he, he went to the cross for me and you. Only if I could just stand up and say, thank you, God, for saving my soul. I mean, it wouldn't compare to what he did for me. You know, I think about that daily, that old rugged cross. I mean, I still can't believe it sometimes that a man would give his life because he loved me. How sweet that is. <laughs> That's the best thing anyone could ever do. I mean, to save another person from a, a death so, so uh, uh, miserable. But God did it for us willingly. Gave His Son. How sweet that is. Anybody have a song or testimony this morning? Amen. Appreciate that. Bless her, Lord. Yeah. Appreciate that one. That was a good, heartfelt. Yeah. I come to the garden while the dew is still on the roses and the voice I hear falling on my ear. 
apologize to my church. <laughs> I need to move up. Um, Sunday school this morning kind of really spoke to me. Um, we talked about um, being lukewarm. I want to be on fire for God. I want to be all the way in. I have family and friends that aren't in church. Um, and I want to be in a spot where I can be a light to them and I don't feel like I've been in that spot. So uh, I have a song, and I haven't sang it in a long time. I don't even know if I'll remember the words. So and just pray for me. As the sun rose that morning on the day of Job's trials, he woke up to serve God as any other day. Bound and determined to live in God's favor, and nothing would stand in his way. But then the messengers came one by one with their stories. In just a few moments, Job lost all he had. Great wealth and his riches to the health of his body. And even his children were dead. But he said, the Lord giveth, he taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I served him before and I'll serve him today. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Then his wife came before him to voice her 
opinion. She said you should end this. Just curse God and die. But Job rose from the ashes and he looked towards the heavens. He brushed back those tears in his eyes and he said the Lord giveth he taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I served him before and I'll serve him today. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Appreciate that song. Uh, I feel like just turn it over to you if that's all right. song will soon be done with troubles and trials and that'll be true one day one day i'm gonna go up to heaven and i'll be done with my troubles and trials on this earth but uh, uh when i was a six-year-old boy i was done with troubles and trials down on the inside uh, i was made perfect down on the inside i quit that battle down on the inside it was done forevermore and uh this morning you talk about how everyone has a time and a place they need to go back to and uh, today might be your time. This could yeah, be your place. Right. You could be done with that battle this morning. And, uh, as she sings, if you feel like coming, just come on. I was asked to sing this, and um, I don't know how many times I've sang this song in my life, but it's real special to me. Pray for me. How great 
that God his son not sparing sent him to die well I scarce can take it in that on that old cross all my burdens gladly buried he bled and died to take away all my sins teaching this morning about the Sea of Galilee and um, we were privileged to be there weren't we Kenny, Todd and Terry we were there together and um, they were playing this song on the boat and I got to sing how great thou art on the Sea of Galilee and 
that that Sea of Galilee isn't any different than other, any other sea except that the Lord was there. He walked there, he talked there, he taught there. And that was a special place to me. And we gotta go to that grave where he no longer is. And I'm so thankful that he lives. And because he lives, I can live also. And you can live also. All you gotta do is accept him. He's the best thing that ever happened to me. Wow, there's a great spirit here this morning. I appreciate God blessing us with his Holy Spirit. And again, we thank God for every person that's here this morning. We appreciate you. I appreciate uh, everything that's been done today. Uh, Sunday school and uh, choir singing and opening up and special singing and testimonies and prayer requests. Uh, each thing. And, and I want to say this. I appreciate those that made a special effort to come today. Everybody here is special. We thank God for you. And I'm glad that you're here today. Now, now that we're here, and it's wonderful to be here, there's another step we need to take, and that's to obey the Lord as he speaks to our hearts. It's good to be here, but we can get a lot more out of this other than just being here physically if we present ourselves spiritually. I want to read, first of all, from 103rd Psalm. That sounds familiar to some of you. That's where I read Wednesday night. And then I want to look to the 107th Psalm. <clears throat> I want to connect back with a, a thought in the 103rd Psalm to start with. If you have your Bibles and want to turn there with me, feel free to do that. Starting here in Psalms 103 at verse 1. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And all that is within me, bless his holy name. Now, you think about that. We need to give him our all, not just part of us, but all of us. It goes on, verse 2, <clears throat> bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. We need to think about how good God is to us and what a benefit it is to know the Lord. Then he goes on down. <clears throat> he says, who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, and in verse 4, where I really want to focus, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies. And so I want you to think about, and I want to use a, a subject this morning, redeemed from destruction. And uh, I want you to think about that, and uh, then I'll turn to the 107th Psalm and uh, start reading about verse 15. But I want to define the word redeemed a little bit, and I'm sure it's familiar with everybody. It means forgiven. It means saved. Uh, you think about uh, being redeemed. Uh, God uh, uh, ransomed us. Uh, you take if somebody was uh, uh, kidnapped and uh, the kidnappers uh, put a big price on that person and said you have to pay the ransom before I'm going to let them go. Uh, that happens sometimes, unfortunately, in our world we live in. Well, spiritually, I was kidnapped by sin, and there was a ransom that was too big for me to pay. Mom and dad couldn't pay it. All my friends couldn't pay it, but there was a man called Jesus that came all the way from heaven, said, I'm going to pay his ransom off, and I'm going to let him go free. It's like that song Sister Brenda sings about, oh, I was in sin's prison, 
Uh, praise God, the Lord came and opened up the prison gates and let me out. And so, redeemed from destruction. Now, I want you to hold on to those thoughts, and I want you to go with me to the 107th Psalm. I want you to pray real hard. <clears throat> There's a great spirit here today. Somebody needs to get saved, and somebody needs to rededicate their life to the Lord, and uh, somebody needs to do whatever God gives you to do, whatever that is. But here in uh, the 107th Psalm, starting at verse 15, Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Uh, we ought to be about praising God. Sometimes uh, we get our mind on other things. We get too busy. We get too focused on this or that and the other. Sometimes we get too focused on our own feelings and, 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 and we forget about uh, the things of God and we forget to praise him. We're just uh, sad about uh, this or that or the other. Uh, but listen to this again. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. For he hath broken the gates of brass and cut the bars of iron in sunder. Now, I want you to think about that, and we'll come back to that maybe in a little bit, because that's two things. There's two different things, but he's done both things. And now listen, verse 17 said, Fools, because of their transgression and because of their iniquities, are afflicted. Now, I looked up the, uh, the word foolish or fools. Foolish is uh, a fool is one who does not uh, follow God. That's being foolish. Another definition of foolish is uh, one uh, who resists directions. If you were uh, going down a road and uh, you saw a sign that said uh, bridge out ahead and you just swerved around the sign and give it to gas and kept going, uh, I think anybody could recognize that's foolish. Well, I'm telling you what, uh, God uh, puts up some uh, warning signs on the road of life as we're going down the road of life, and if we resist uh, the directions that God gives us, that's being foolish. And so let's go on down. Verse 18, their soul abhorreth, uh, doesn't like, doesn't want it at all. Their soul abhorreth all manner of meat, and they draw near unto the gates of death. Uh, when I was lost and for a while, I was foolish, and I was, I was like the soul that abhorred the, the meat that God had. Uh, God had a table spread, and he wanted me to eat off of it, but I'd turn that away. I, I was too nervous. I was too scared. I was too shy. Uh, boy, I'm telling you, there's something more important than being shy. Uh, I, I know that's a real, uh, uh, it's a real problem, and I, I've had a problem with being shy in my life, but I'm glad there came a time that with the help of God, I, I got past my shyness, and I came to an all of repentance, and I trusted Jesus. But let me go on and lead to read some more. Now, let me say, the soul abhorreth all manner of meat, and they draw near unto the gates of death. Now, listen what happened. This is what happened after I was in that spot. Uh, I'm glad I come to this spot. It said, then they cry unto the Lord in their trouble, and he saveth them out of their distresses. Uh, redeemed from destruction, saved from distresses, same kind of phrase. He saveth them out of their distresses. Listen how he did it. He sent his word. Boy, we know who the word is. Uh, the word is the son of God. And uh, when the gospel's preached, uh, that's uh, the spiritual word. That's still the son of God. When the gospel's preached, that's God sending a message of his son. And he came. He said, behold, I stand at the door and knock. Uh, God, when, when the gospel was preached to me and I was a lost boy, I, I know Jesus Christ wasn't here in the flesh physically, but he was just as real and just as near to me as he was uh, the day when the, the woman with the issue of blood reached down and touched the hem of his garment. And I got healed just as surely as she did uh, by him uh, who is my Savior, my Redeemer. And so let me go on. 
He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. And let them sacrifice the sacrifices of thanksgiving and declare his works with rejoicing. Okay, so uh, redeem uh, from destruction. And as I read this, uh, it became apparent to me and obvious to me there's more than one kind of destruction. And so what it talks about up here in the Scripture says he has broken uh, the gates of brass and he's cut the bars of iron in sunder. Let me, let me put it this way. Uh, when the Lord redeemed me, uh, he not only, and, and this may sound funny, but I want you to think about it because it's right. When the Lord redeemed me, he not only redeemed me from my sins, but he redeemed me from myself. I was on the wrong road. I was going down a bad path. I was going down the road of destruction. And now listen, when God saves your soul, you've got eternal life. But let me preach to us that are saved just a little bit. God redeemed me from the destructive course that I was on. He gave me directions. And when I quit being foolish, I followed the directions that the Lord gave me. But let me preach this today. Now, there's been times in my life since I've been saved that I've gotten off the right path. I've gotten out of the will of God. I've gotten in a spot where I started heading back down the road where destruction was at. But God said, you don't have to go that way. I've giving you what you need uh, to be redeemed from destruction. Why are you going that way? Let me ask you a question today. If you're here, and, and I appreciate the folks that's testified already today, said, I want to apologize to the church. I'm not where I need to be. Haven't been where I need to be. I need to move up. Boy, that stirred my heart. I appreciate uh, We need to do that. And, and we need not to be afraid of the altar. We need not to be a, afraid of, of confessing and testifying. If God gives us something to say, we need to say it uh, right out of our hearts and right out in the open. God's been good to us. But now we've even uh, seen some folks, good folks, uh, people that I've got confidence in. We've seen them recently uh, come to the altar and pray and get up and say, I want to apologize to the church. I'm sorry I haven't been where I needed to be. That's the way that we get off the path to destruction. Uh, we've got things in our lives uh, that'll be destructive to us if we keep going against the will of God. Uh, and listen, uh, let me uh, preach this today. Uh, we need to be about the Father's business. We need uh, to make some sacrifice down here. It said, let them sacrifice the sacrifice of thanksgiving. Uh, let me give you another verse about sacrifice. I've got it marked. It's in the 12th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 1. Paul said this to the Romans. He said, I beseech you, brethren, uh, excuse me, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Uh, you know what people mostly do in life? Now, I know there's some restrictions and limitations to what we do, but people mostly do what they want to. Uh, I've talked to people before. They said, I just can't serve God anymore. I just can't go to church anymore. I don't want to be rude, but I want to preach this. If, you, if you're saved by God's grace and you don't serve God, it's because you decided not to. Uh, if you're saved by God's grace and if you're able-bodied and you're not sick, uh, you're not limited by uh, some 
physical distraction. Uh, uh, if you want to come to church, uh, when the doors are open, you'll come to church. Uh, I, I know sometimes people have to work and people have things going on. I understand it and God understands it. But what I'm saying is uh, we have church uh, on a regular basis. We have it Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Wednesday night. Uh, 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 there's a good a preacher friend of mine. His name's Chase Lay. He said, we got a, a lot of SOMs uh, uh, in our country. I didn't know what he's talking about. He said, we got a lot of SOMs. He said, uh, or SMOs. I'm getting it backwards. He said, we got a, a lot of SMOs. I, I said, what in the world is that? He said, that means Sunday morning only. Uh, I'm going to tell you what. Uh, if you just come Sunday morning, I'm glad you come. Don't quit. Uh, but uh, if you're able, uh, how about coming Sunday night and Wednesday night? Uh, we need to be about the Father's business. We need to get in with our whole heart. Uh, we need uh, to be redeemed from the path of destruction. Uh, let me preach this today. Uh, boy, I didn't know I was going to get on this. Uh, if, you, if you got lost people in your family, you got lost people that you love, are you going to help them? Uh, well, you can help them. How do you do it? Uh, you follow God. Uh, get in with your whole heart. and uh, Do what you want to. Uh, too many times uh, we get uh, caught up uh, in our own feelings and our own disappointments, uh, our own troubles. Uh, we need to put those aside uh, sometime and, and pray and let God help us and let God bless. Get this back here. Let me get back here. Uh, back here where it talks about he hath broken the gates of brass and, and the bars of iron in sunder. I'm telling you what, he's broken uh, the gates of brass. Uh, he's tore down the spiritual uh, uh, problem. Uh, I couldn't get saved. Uh, I was in sin's prison. Uh, he broke uh, down uh, those. Listen to what it says. He has broken the gates of brass. Uh, uh, he took care of that. But listen here. He's also cut the bars of iron and sunder, the natural things of life. Now, I'm still a human being. Uh, I'm still not perfect. Uh, uh, everybody that's just a human being, we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. But God, uh, he's broken the bars down to where I can serve him. Again, I keep coming back to that. Uh, people say, I used to serve him, but I can't anymore. Uh, God is not changed. God is still God, and God is still good. Uh, we need uh, to do whatever it takes. Uh, sometimes uh, we just don't give it enough effort. Sometimes we just don't try enough. Uh, uh, you know what? Listen, uh, if, if just coming to church once in a while uh, satisfies your conscience, uh, something's wrong with you. Uh, uh, you need to get in with your whole heart. Uh, uh, it's not like coming and punching a time card and say, I've been to work. Uh, it's not uh, like uh, signing up uh, for your club once a year. It's not, not like signing up and getting on Amazon. Uh, folks, there's more to it than this. Uh, uh, boy, uh, after the, the spirit and the singing and the Sunday school, I didn't know I was going to preach this direction, uh, but it's what God's given me. I, I ask God for something. This is what he's given me. I, I feel heaven moving. And so I, with God's help, I just want to preach whatever God wants me to preach. I, I, I didn't design it. I, I didn't figure it out. Well, you say, preacher, didn't you sit down and write this out? Uh, no, sir, uh, I didn't write this. Now, if I was writing it out, I'd probably wrote a little something different. Uh, but, but I'm glad it's not a write-down message. It's a come-down-from-heaven message. And somebody might say, I can understand them saying it. Somebody might say, good as our church has been moving, all the conviction we've been having, people getting saved, people ringing up. Why would you preach to the church this morning? God told me to. I, I want to obey the Lord. I, I, I encourage other people to follow God. I need to follow him myself. And listen, uh, you might have just started on your journey. Uh, maybe, maybe you just recently got saved or maybe you just uh, recently rededicated your life. Uh, I'm telling you what, Blaine made some great points in Sunday school this morning. Uh, 
He talks about when he was a little boy and wanted to learn how to ride a bicycle. And uh, he refreshed our memory. He said he got a little red bicycle. He was excited about it. Now, I'll just give you a few points he made. I uh, wish you could have heard the whole lesson he as he taught it. He said, when I first started out, he said it had training wheels on it. Uh, he said, I liked that for a while, but then I, I wanted to ride the bicycle like a big boy. He said, so dad took one of the train wheels off. So that way I could just lean to the one side. I said, still helped a little bit, but said, pretty soon I wanted that train wheel off. So finally took that off. And then when he'd ride it, and he mentioned this, and I remember, so I'd run behind him and hold to the seat to keep him from falling over. Uh, finally he said, I want to do it myself, dad. And so I let him go. And he commented, he said, I started down the road doing pretty good. He said, then I wrecked and skipped my knee up. He said, I didn't want to have a skinned knee. I didn't like it. It didn't feel good. Uh, but I didn't quit riding my bicycle. Uh, he said, I got back up and got back on it and took off back down the road. Let me tell you what. Uh, if you're saved by the grace of God and you've been on the journey a long time, uh, you fell down in the road and sketched your knee somewhere. Uh, you've had some problems uh, and it's caused you a little pain. Uh, that's no reason to quit. Uh, get back up and get on the red bicycle and keep pedaling uh, on down the road. Uh, I'm telling you, there's a lot uh, to be gained from it. We need to be about the Father's business. We need to do what God wants us to do. And so uh, when we talk about sacrificing, uh, we've got to sacrifice a little something. Uh, and, and I talk to people sometimes and they say, uh, well, I'm going to try to come to church. Just don't know if I can or not. I'm going to try to make it. Uh, well, listen, uh, do you have a job? Uh, when it comes Monday morning, if you're supposed to clock in at 7 o'clock, do you just tell your boss, I'm going to try to come to work, don't know if I can make it or not? Uh, well, no, uh, that'd be kind of silly. Uh, uh, you wouldn't have a job too long. Uh, and if you treat God like that, uh, you won't be in fellowship too long. Uh, you need uh, to get with it and get busy and do whatever it takes Sometimes we've got to make some sacrifices uh, in our personal wants and ideas and thoughts in order to please God. And so what I read to you over in the book of Romans, uh, I beseech you, brother, by the mercy of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto the Lord. Somebody says, just too much. That's not what the Bible said. It said, which is your reasonable service. Well, preacher, what is your reasonable service? The best you got. Uh, that's what's reasonable. God doesn't require more out of you than your best. And after he gave his son to die on the cross, uh, we ought to be willing without any qualms. We ought to be willing to give it our best. And so we've got two things here. I've got a redeemer. Let me uh, read another verse of scripture over here. I'd like to get this uh, over here in the book of Peter. Uh, this is First Peter uh, talking about a redeemer. Boy, I'm telling you, we've got a redeemer today. Now, let me get back to this part. And he said over here in First Peter uh, chapter 1, verse 18, for as much as you know that you were not redeemed with corruptible things uh, as silver and gold uh, from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers. It wasn't natural things. It wasn't silver and gold uh, that uh, got you saved by God's grace. It wasn't a tradition. You might have been a traditionalist. You might have went to church. I've talked to people who's been in church all their life. I, I've talked to some people, and maybe God let me ask them if they're saved, and they said, well, I should be okay I've been in church as long as I can remember. I've been going to church. I, I try to participate, try to do things. I'm telling you what, uh, that won't get you into heaven. Uh, uh, there'll be, and you know what? Uh, I don't have uh, any judge. I'm, I'm no judge of things, but I suspect uh, that there'll be more religious people in hell than any other kind. Why could you say it? Because most of the world's religious. 
And according to the Bible, more people going to hell than they are going to heaven. So it kind of adds up just on a logical note. But anyway, I, I do know this for a fact. Uh, you can be religious. You can either belong to church. You can have your name on the, the church books. You can be well thought of in the community. But if you haven't had your sins washed in the blood of the Lamb, if you haven't been redeemed from destruction, you're still on the way to hell. And so when we talk about this, let me get back to this. For as much as you know that you were not redeemed with corruptible things of silver and gold from your vain conversation received by tradition from your father, but with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world but was manifest in his last time for you. What do you mean foreordained before the foundation of the world? Preacher, do you mean that this was planned before the world was? Amen. God already had uh, this foreordination. It was already in the mind of God. He knew when he created Adam and Eve they were going to sin. He didn't make them sin, but he knew they were going to before he breathed into Adam's nostrils the breath of life. He already uh, had it in his heart that his son was going to come and die for you and me and Adam and Eve and everybody else. And so I'm telling you what today. Think about this. If you're here today, let me sum up and get your song ready. No, I won't hold you much longer, but let me, let me sum this up. Uh, this is about uh, your relationship with God. If you're lost, you're on the road to destruction spiritually from your soul. You're on your way to hell. If you'll trust Jesus, get saved, then he redeems you uh, from that destruction of hell. But if you're, if you're saved by God's grace even, and you're going down the road of life, and you're not following God, you still have some destruction in your life. It's destructive uh, to not follow God. And if you're here today, you need to come to the altar and pray. Let's not be ashamed about who we are or what people will think of. Somebody say, well, you know, uh, that's a church officer. I'm telling you what, uh, if it's a pastor, and God moves to his heart to come and repent, he needs to repent. Uh, listen, I could have said pastor's wife, but I won't keep myself out of the jam. Uh, but listen, Whoever you are today, if you're here and you're not where you need to be with God, you need to come and get in. Uh, let, God have, let God have control of your life and have power with God uh, and put everything else aside. If you're lost, you need to get saved. If you're saved, you need to get on fire for God. Let me ask you a question. I'm not asking you to raise your hand. Uh, how many of you, if somebody did say now, uh, and I'm not doing this, but if somebody said, I want you to raise your hand, if you feel like you're really on fire for God, uh, could you feel like raising your hand? Uh, uh, would you want to just put your fingers up that far? Uh, I'm telling you what, that'd be a hard question, wouldn't it? Uh, I'm telling you what, uh, but we can be on fire for God, and we can know that we're redeemed uh, from destruction. Uh, we can be on the right path of life. Uh, uh, it doesn't promise you you won't have troubles, but if you're following God, he'll go with you every step of the way. Let's stand and sing a song. Somebody needs to come. If you're like Blaine was on the bicycle, if you've started down the road and you fell and skinned your knee, don't just stay there. Be honest enough with yourself and with God to come and repent. Why not repent? Don't be ashamed of God. He wasn't ashamed of you when he sent his son to die on the cross. I believe there's some folks need to come this morning. Please obey the Lord. Please obey the Lord. Doesn't matter where you're at in the house. If you haven't been doing what you should be doing for God,
I want to plead with you. I want to beg you. I want to urge you. Please come. Please come and pray. Please mind the Lord. Please let, please let God have his way in your life. Pray with Brother John. Go pray with John. Boy, I appreciate him. I thank God for him. Come gather around and pray with him. Praise God. I thank God for him. Please obey the Lord. Please help him, God. I love these men. While we're praying for them and with them, mind the Lord. Well, I believe some others need to come. I felt that. That stirred my heart. I thank God for honest-hearted people. Now, others that's here that needs to move while we're praying here for this at the altar. Others that need to move. Would you just come? Don't be, don't be too proud. You know, the Bible said pride goeth before destruction. We're talking about being redeemed from destruction. Well, if you hang on to your pride, you're on the road to destruction. You get, you need to get rescued from that. You need to get rescued from being on the road to destruction. When you come right now, mind the Lord. Mind the Lord. Praise God. I have no doubt. I have no doubt somebody else needs to come. I can't see your heart. I can't read your mind. But I know what God's telling my heart and what I feel in my mind. There's other folks here needs to come today. Obey the Lord. Please come. These, these men's bless my heart. But I know there's others need to come. Come, come, please come, please come. Amen. I appreciate these brothers, and it bless my heart. It's more stirred my heart, John. When you come, let you say what's on your heart. Well. I feel like God's put it on my heart to join this church. Amen. He's put my heart here. I never thought I'd have to join another church, but he, he's put it here, and I just pray that he just knits my heart with your guys. Yeah, I pray that I'm never a burden. I, oh, no. I think we should take church membership seriously. I Amen. Really do. And Amen. I've got some obstacles coming here, so you guys will just have to try and be patient with Bless me. Bless your heart, buddy. I understand. Put this on my heart a while ago, and uh, I've just been fighting it. And I don't know your guys' names yet, but the young lady that sung the song about Job, you yeah. know. Amen. Everything going on in the world, I've been trying to fix it all. And Bless you, She Lord. reminded me today that it's all God's. Anyways. Amen. Yeah. 
the world couldn't take it if they wanted it, and right. the world couldn't give it if they wanted it. So Amen. I'm just going to leave that in his hands and yes, let him sir. try and move the obstacles, but I pray you guys just are patient with me. Um, Amen, buddy. I'll try and get here as much as I can, but it's going to be a working process. But That's all right. I love all you guys. You guys have got a wonderful pastor. I, uh, thank you. He's been a, a help that I can't even explain. Bless your heart, buddy. I guess I said all that, and you guys might not even want me. <laughs> Believe me, we want you. We want you. I appreciate John Kyle. Thank the Lord for him. He's one of my preaching brothers. And boy, I appreciate him and appreciate him coming. And we're going to see if uh, Brother Josh got anything to say. You sent me a text the other day about yeah. uh, getting baptized. I told you um, I didn't think I was ready for it. That's what you said. You sent me a text message. It was like somebody hit me right square in the head with a baseball bat. I had to go behind my shop. I started crying. Oh, it was, I was covered in powder coat. I, was, I looked like a clown. But uh, it was so simple. I can't recall it off the top of my head, but I, I feel like I'm, I, I can't forgive myself for what I've done in my past life. Right. Only God can do that. Amen. And... Man, once I re it was so simple. Yes, sir. And yeah. I, I feel like I'm ready to be baptized. Hey, man, praise the Lord. I appreciate that. I appreciate you. Yeah. Uh, the message that I sent you back after you'd said you didn't feel like you maybe had gotten to a place where you'd, you kind of felt worthy to get baptized or something like that. Uh, probably not those words. The text I sent you back was about Apostle Paul in the Bible. He was a man that persecuted the church, even had Christians killed. Did all manner of evil. He said, I'm chief among sinners. But yet, when he got saved, God made a great preacher out of him. He wrote most of the books in the New Testament. And so, when God forgives us, he'll help us forgive ourselves. And I praise God for you. I appreciate your testimony. I appreciate yours. And uh, so, let's, let's move on to uh, John's request first. Could I hear him? We receive him uh, under watch gear opinion letter. Got to move in a second. Everybody raise your hand. Amen. And now, uh, for Brother Josh, could I hear a move to receive him as a candidate for baptism? Okay. Regular. Okay. Everybody just raise your hand on that. Amen. Praise God. Boy, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, I, somebody got something you want to say? thought I heard somebody start to speak. I don't want to cut anybody off. But I, I think, let's do this. Let's clap for these fellas. <laughs> Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you, fellas. And uh, these uh, men moving so humbly and so honest, uh, so heartfelt and honestly, they've just blessed me. And I'm, uh, we'll talk about when to have baptism. And we got some more folks needing to get baptized too. And maybe uh, they can get in on that too. Uh, I can see that Mackenzie's got a song. I appreciate that. <clears throat> Want to extend the invitation. It's interesting because I was going to ask for another song anyway. I appreciate you coming. I have no doubt that there's other people needs to come. And just like these men have done, you can obey the Lord and you can come. They came humbly and heartfelt. And God blessed them. And now, He'll do that for you if you'll just come talk to the Lord while Mackenzie sings. Would you come? Please come. Please come. Please come.
Appreciate your prayers and, and your good attention and your focus and uh, the Lord moving like He has through the church. I appreciate a church that's in shape for the Lord to move through it. Praise God. If nothing else on your hearts, just be seated and we'll turn over to the announcements. We have a graduation party for Ethan and Rob Blake 
It's going to be Saturday, July the 17th. That's going to be at Lighthouse Baptist Church, 900 West Grand Avenue. Um, and there's an RSVP. Uh, so I'll leave this up here. If you'd like to RSVP, you can get this number. Maybe they'll have a sheet in the back as well. I'm not sure. But remember that. First Sunday in August is our homecoming. Uh, so let's remember that. Uh, Mark and Caleb Hunter be here preaching. And uh, the Barton family from Meldrum be here singing. If you haven't heard them, you should put that on your calendar. Plan on being here. Uh, very uh, good singers, very spiritual people. I'm sure you'll enjoy that. So I know I see saw CJ coming. We've got the Bible school and tent meeting and church camp all coming here within the next couple of weeks. So uh, listen to those announcements. Let's be much in prayer for them uh, so that they have good services. Um, we're having a, a Bible school meeting uh, this afternoon at 4.30. And is that right? I just want to make that sound right to you. Okay. Heather's not here, so I don't get my nod. Um, and also, uh, everybody in the church, if, if, you're, if you're working and you're an older teen or a young adult and, or, you know, whatever, but if, if you could go out and buy a pack of balloons... It doesn't really matter what, what kind. Um, the round ones would be great, but it, if uh, you buy a nice big pack of balloons, however many you feel like you can afford, whether it's a little pack or a big pack, if you could bring them back to church and give them to me or, or, or CJ, but we'll, you know, somebody will take them, and uh, we're going to use those for Bible school. And I ask you to really pray for Bible school. Um, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm tired. The post office has, uh, we've, we've kind of gotten to a mess, and uh, I've been working way more hours than an older guy like me at the post office is supposed to work. And uh, I'm going to be on vacation the week of Bible school, and, but I'm not, I'm not saying this lightly. I would really like you to pray for me, and I would like you to pray for the post office because uh, there's some things there that uh, really need to get changed so people can have their lives back with their families. Um, but really pray for Bible school and uh, pray for my wife. She's still struggling with the Bell's palsy. She's supposed to be here tonight. And uh, I just, in, in advance, I just thank you for your prayers. Well, I'm going to give you a little rundown on the schedule for that week. I did post this on Facebook, but in case you don't have Facebook, I'll let you know the dates. Um, so we're going to be starting um, VBS and tent metering are going to go side by side again this year. We have found that that works really well. Um, so they're going to be the 5th, 6th, and 7th. We're going to serve dinner every night at 5 o'clock. Vacation Bible school will go until 7. And then tent meeting kids are going to stay until 10. Um, so Monday night, we're asking that all of the tent meeting kids, which is 6th grade and older, that they would bring a change of clothes because we're going to have a lot of fun and it's going to be great. And then on Tuesday night, the schedule is going to be the same. Um, and we're asking that the older youth wear green and brown like you're a toy soldier because there's something else fun in store for that day. And then on Wednesday night, we're also going to be serving dinner at 5, but come in your church attire because we're going to be going to church at 7. 
and then we'll play until 10. Um, Thursday night, everybody is off um, because we're going to be cap packing for camp. And then Friday on the 9th, we're going to meet here at 12 to catch the bus. I believe the bus is going to be leaving at 1, but we'll need you here at 12. That way we can um, sort suitcases and make sure all of the finer details is all set to go. Saturday we'll be at camp, and then Sunday we'll be coming back here then um, for morning service. So um, I appreciate everybody that's volunteered to um, sign up to provide us dinner. Um, we have Monday and Tuesday pretty much covered, so we're still looking for volunteers for Wednesday. If you would like to prepare a meal, we would greatly appreciate it. Um, and I also want to say thank you for everybody um, that has volunteered to help with Vacation Bible School. Barry and Heather have had their hands full, and um, we asked different people to help, and they were just overly grateful and wanted to help. And so we're just so thankful for that. And we are going to be having a get-together tonight at our house for whoever wants to come. Um, and Jeremy wanted me to thank everybody that came to Kelsey and Landon's wedding. It was a beautiful day, and we're just very thankful. Following up on the, uh, our camp meeting that we're having, I've, I've asked for many years for people to bring Pepsi products. And the reason I say Pepsi products is because that's all that they allow at church camp. They don't allow Coke products. They've signed a contract with Pepsi. That includes Dr. Pepper, Diet Pepsi, whatever. But if you're, if you're willing or able to bring some Pepsi products, that will help us. We've got water also, if you want to bring water. Um, bottles of water and if you want to contribute to that and don't want to fool with bringing your pop to the church you can do that and we can purchase that once we get down there so if anybody wants to do that just give it to me or Cassandra or one of us and we'll um, get the Pepsi products and um, I'll, I'll add this just please please pray for all these things because it's you know it's a lot of fun it's a lot of work and us workers are getting older, um, don't like to admit that, but we are. But pray for us and pray that God will just have his will. That's what this is all about. I mean, the fun is wonderful, but there are lives that are, ch that are changed in these meetings. And if just one life gets changed because of church camp, it's worth it all to me. So pray for us. appreciate all the announcements and I want to say I appreciate all the people that work in vacation Bible school and tent meeting and church camp and, and all the things that are done. There's a lot of work goes into that and I appreciate all the folks that work at that and I appreciate these announcements. Good to be here. Okay. Anything else? Any other announcements? Just keep pray pray for service tonight. We've had a good meeting today. Come back tonight if you can and pray. Pray. I, I'd like to see somebody get saved tonight. And uh, I was debating what to do. Uh, far as releasing people uh, we've been kind of dismissing people a row at a time but uh, let me just uh, try this uh, just uh, when we have a dismissal prayer and let people go just uh, kind of watch and, and let the back rows go and then row by row you can kind of go out maybe we don't don't need to have the deacons come and do that all the time uh, but just kind of try not to gather up maybe in too big a crowd in the foyer just going outside to visit if you can uh offering plates will be set out in the foyer if you got something to put in the offering you can do that 
uh, just whatever you feel in your heart. And uh, But let's pray much. Come back to church tonight. Thank God for you being here. And let me say this. I apologize, uh, especially for visitors, which I got to most of you. But uh, I, after church, I, I used to. I'd stand at the back and shake hands people go out. And I could have another chance to visit with visitors. But, you know, since COVID, I don't do that. I just let people go out and catch them later. But if you have something you want to talk to me about or something you want to ask me, if you'll be patient and wait, uh, I'll be glad to talk to you. Or you can come up here in the front. Instead of going out, you can come up this way. I'll be glad to visit or talk with you. be my honor. And so if nothing else, we'll ask everybody to see to stand. I'm going to ask Barry to pray dismissal.